biggest struggles or challenges that I see we face as humanity and especially as women is that we are consistently comparing ourselves to others. But did you know that you are constantly being programmed to judge and compare in this polarity and this illusion of Maya? There's also actually a biological reason with the brain as to why we compare, why we compare ourselves to others. This week on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, we're going to be talking about how to stop comparing yourself to others in order to truly walk in your truth and as a beautiful sovereign woman. Satnam, beautiful sovereign woman, welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit, and so we can bring in an enlightened society as this old one crumbles. Satnam and God morning, beautiful, beautiful goddesses, queens, sovereign women. Welcome to this miraculous Monday. I started my day super early today. Every other Monday we have 4.30 a.m. sadhana, which is uh, basically our meditation practice. But every other Monday we rotate 4.30 a.m. inside of my virtual community, Satori, the Sovereign Woman Movement. And let me just tell you something about sadhana. Like maybe it's difficult for you to actually like get up and, and actually move into that awareness that you're going to be meditating and practicing kundalini for the next two hours but once you actually get into it and when you're done you completed your sadhana for two hours and you started at 4 30 in the morning your entire day completely changes and that's one of the things that a lot of women don't realize you know they say i don't have time for the inner work i don't have time to meditate i don't have time to to practice uh, kundalini uh, yoga which is the same thing as meditation swc is what i call the inner work and the reality is that you not making the time is causing you to be less productive because you don't have life force energy you don't have enough oxygen running through your brain so if you don't take the time even if it's for 11 minutes or for a short three minutes to actually increase your life force energy naturally what you're doing is that you're going to go resort throughout your day to addictions you're going to go resorting to food basically outside stimulants to keep you going in order to accomplish what you need to accomplish so it's it's a change of perception and mentality and understanding that the inner work not only makes us more productive allows us to be more focused increases our life force energy but also allows us to truly control the mind and when we control the mind, we're not out there comparing ourselves to every single human being that walks by, that's on our social media, that is in our workplace, that is our family. And that's what we're going to be talking about this entire week. So what I've done is I've actually separated what we're going to be talking about today, tomorrow, and Wednesday into three different steps, three different steps as to how to stop comparing yourself. Now, this is something that I'm very, very passionate about because I know, like I mentioned, that this is one of the biggest challenges, especially for women, comparing themselves to others and, and looking at their others' lives and wishing that they could be like them. And, and also for another reason, and the other reason is, is because of sisterhood, you know, especially as it relates to women, the divine feminine has awoken you are seeing women step into high ranks of leadership. That's what the sovereign woman movement is all about. We train monthly on business and leadership because we 
train leaders. We train those that are leading communities, their families, their workplaces, right? And so we're seeing this divine femininity rise. But as it relates to sisterhood, there's a lot of healing that needs to happen, especially from women to women in allowing ourselves to support each other's to basically fix each other's crowns, right? To be able to look at another woman's success and actually say congratulations and feel it from your heart. And that's why I'm very, very passionate about this. And this is why we're gonna be dissecting it all week. And then Friday, Lizzie will be back with us as well. And she'll be helping me also give her perception as to why uh, we compare ourselves and how we can stop doing that. So let's talk a little bit about uh, comparison and what it is and how it actually happens. And of course, if you have any questions, feel free to, if you're here watching, listening live, to put them in the chat and I'll be sure to look out for them. And even if you're on the replay on the podcast, which by the way, thank you all so much for subscribing for the downloads, highly, highly appreciate it. There's gonna be some cool stuff coming down the pipeline for those of you that have been so supportive with the podcast, but I'll make sure that I put it in the notes as well there. So the first thing about comparison, so comparison, one of the things that you don't realize is that, or a lot of us don't realize, and this has a lot to do with spiritually awakening. And it's, this first step is the hardest. Tomorrow's step is the most important. And then the third step is how we close it all out. But today, what we're going to talk about is going to be the most difficult one for us to integrate. Yet it is the big spiritual awakening that is happening right now. Now, judgment. Okay, so we are existing in this so-called reality, which in essence is a trance. It, it is. Meditation is also a trance, but when you meditate, you get to choose what trance you want to experience your, yourself in, right? So we are constantly in this illusion of polarity. The illusion of polarity are the rules of the universe, the laws of the universe. For example, light and dark, good and evil, up and down. So you have two sides of, of this polarity. This polarity, and especially in ancient um, Eastern tradition, is also known as the illusion of Maya. What is the illusion of Maya? It is, in essence, you being asleep in the dream. It's almost like the matrix, right? And you believing that you are separate from source, right? And so we come into this body and we incarnate as souls to learn the lessons of the university, which ultimately are the lessons of love, love through acceptance, surrender, and forgiveness. And one ultimate law that many are awakening to, and this is the hardest one, is that the reality is that your brother is you that we are all God and drag, just walking each other back home to love. So in this polarity, and this is where we have our sovereignty robbed from us because there is and has been for a very long time, a deep state, uh, 1%, call it uh, those that have basically learned how to create illusions in this Maya polarity in order to control your mind, in order to control your perceptions. That's what is happening right now. They are in the Piscean age, control, separation, illusion from God. It was about controlling the only thing they can control because it, everything else has become too difficult for them. But the only thing that the, the program of, 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 of basically taking over the consciousness of humanity can control is your perception, your perception about life. So as they spewed out into the media, which is false, in essence, controlled by money and by these 
these uh, deep states. Some people believe also galactic uh, families. You know, we're talking about, there was an article this morning that I read from Harvard, from a professor from Harvard, who was speaking about how there was quadrillion spaceships, in essence, uh, intergalactic family members that they could actually track and see a quadrillion of them. So you're going to start seeing a lot more people talk about this. And many of the books that I've studied, like Barbara Hanclaw, or a lot of the people that I love to listen to, like Guru Jagat, they really talk about this and how it's not just the control of the, uh, you know, the people that have passed down money, the Rockefellers, those types of those types of people, Bill Gates, those types of people. It's not just those people, but it's also could be an a, a alien type of race that has always manipulated and wanted to control the human consciousness, right? And they, they do this by controlling your perception. So if they, they create a media, which is basically an illusion, and they are basically feeding the media in the narrative that they want you to believe. And this is why it's so important for us to learn how, what, and what to consume, you know, learn to put the barriers and boundaries and, and anything that is causing the fear and, for, and causing us to forget who we truly are. And so we are constantly being programmed to judge and social media was created for those efforts. You know, a lot of people even say that even Mark Zuckerberg, you know, if you really look at him doesn't even look like he has the 10 energetic bodies he actually doesn't even look human you know and and so a lot of people uh, have even come up with the theory that he is some kind of uh, intergalactic alien and the reality is that when he created the system even if it wasn't created with wrong intentions it has been taken over you know social media has been taken over by power greed and control why because everything you do on social media is tracked and artificial intelligence knows more about you than you know about yourself. Okay. Walking down the street, you are programmed to basically judge and compare. And especially social media. Social media trains you specifically for that. Because as you're scrolling down, you are judging whether you like something or not. And you're actually even giving it a like. It's almost like the the um the in vegas you know when you play the the roulettes and you're and you're or playing the slot machines and the more likes you get or the more you give it like that kind of energy back you get addicted to it right and then you compare yourself because how many likes you got versus how many likes she got and then you start this whole journey of just like really not forgetting who you are so it is getting worse and worse this is why i'm saying this the programming as it relates to judgment now, the true intention of a yogi, a meditator, that's what you are if you're a meditator, a kundalini yogi, is to live in the neutral mind. Now, this is not passive. In essence, what we're doing is we're undoing the program of judgment. All of us need to in, basically reparent ourselves into the neutral mind because we were programmed as children to believe in good and bad. And whether you believe that your parents were the best parents or the worst parents, regardless, you, you received the best parents that you could. I truly believe that we actually choose our parents in the womb and we, we choose them so we can learn specific lessons, right? Well, regardless, they did the best that they could and they educated you and raised you based on their programming, based on what they consider to be good and bad. So programming is in essence, the creation of the ego. 
it's it's basically the belief that you're separate from God and then there's duality, there's the good and the bad. And the brain does this as well. You know, the brain is programmed to, to judge, right? And, and there are aspects of the mind, like the negative mind and the positive mind that we don't look at the negative mind as something bad in Kundalini. We, we do specific meditations to balance them out because you need a negative mind in this 3D world, right? You need to, the negative mind serves the purpose of you not crossing a very busy highway, right? Not being naive in that sense, but when it's not balanced, which means you've had emotional trauma and you're not, and you're not in your truth, then it, that's when it becomes uh, very problematic. So the minds, they serve a purpose, the, the positive mind and the negative mind. But as a yogi, this is why we practice in our work daily and in sadhana, right? In our meditations and householders meditations where they could be as short as three minutes or as long as an hour and a half, like a daily practice, right? And so we do that so we can live, live in the neutral mind. Now, when you live in the neutral mind, you're, you're not judging and it's not passive. It's the highest form of emotional intelligence, most human beings and, and emotional intelligence is a direct pathway to success in all areas of your life, success in business. You're not going to take things personal. You're going to have enough emotional intelligence to keep moving forward when there's challenges. Same thing with relationships, right? You have emotional intelligence. You're not reactive. You're in control of your emotions, right? You have emotional intelligence. You're successful in, in wealth and prosperity, right? Because you can be consistent with your emotions, which are energy and motion. So neutral mind is the intention of a meditator. And we do this through doing the inner work daily to discipline the mind. That's what sadhana is. It's, it's your own personal victory against yourself. You know, you confronting those things that are basically going to destroy you today and tomorrow, right? And so as you learn to live in the neutral mind, you become a yogi, you become a wise sage, a guru. You can access these moments of wisdom, of, of divinity, of the mystical. And then you can train your mind to stop comparing so much, to stop comparing yourself to others. So now the first step of actually stop com stopping uh, the comparison that we have in re as a relationship to others is one of the first sutras that Jogi Bhajan, he is the tantric master who brought Kundalini Yoga from the East to the West. He basically gave us these five sutras. Now, sutras, you can basically imagine them to be uh, ways of living, you know, uh, guidance in the age of Aquarius, in the age of Aquarius that we are all experiencing right now. Very different age than the age of Pisces. The age of Pisces was all about comparing yourself to others, competing. Remember the Darwinian theory, that's where it became really, really big, which was what? You had to compete and you had to uh, stab your brother in the back in order to become bigger, in order to be better, right? It was like survival of the fittest. That's, that was his mentality that is now falling apart. And so now we have these incredible sutras, these ways of living that we can integrate in our life so that we can learn to thrive and truly be sovereign in the age of Aquarius. Now, each sutra, the beautiful part about this, and we did this inside of Satori, uh, my, uh, the Sovereign Woman Movement Community, where I teach uh, these uh, specific technologies, these specific energy works. These uh, sutras, each of them are correlated with a specific mantra and meditation that we can practice in order to actually learn to integrate them in our life because truly integration is everything. You can hear about it, you know, listen to all YouTube videos, but if you're not integrating then it's not going to actually change your life.
And the first sutra that is mentioned as the five sutras of the age of Aquarius is recognize that the other person is you. Now, this is the first step of learning how to stop comparing yourself to others. Here's why. If you really understand what the sutra is trying to tell you, you realize that when you are looking at another individual, it is in essence a mirror because that human being is not who that human being says she is. That human being is who you are because everything in life is a perception. So yours, and, and, and think about this, there are some days when you're on social media and, you know, Becky or Jenny or, or Ralph, you know, Ralph, that day, he's amazing. You love what he's posting. But then the next day you're like, you know what, Ralph, this, I hate Ralph, you know, I'm going to follow and mute him. That's the cancel culture we also have now. Nothing changed with Ralph. Good morning, Trace. Thanks so much for being here. We're just now talking about comparison. So nothing changed with Ralph. What changed was your state of consciousness. So truly, Ralph is always reflecting back to you what's inside of you. And a lot of people don't want to accept this. And this is also even as it relates to murderers. You know, there are people that commit, there are people that you know, and you know, some of you, maybe some of you like to watch those uh, thrillers on, on Netflix on, you know, murder mysteries. I definitely don't. But, you know, there are some murderers who were murderers of passion, right? They're, they're, they were librarians or they were household wives or they were, they were just normal people and they murdered someone, right? And you hear about these murders of, of passion. The reality is that if you are judging a murderer, there is a murderer that lives inside of you as well. Because if you were not judging that murderer, then that murderer wouldn't trigger you. Now, this also works twofold. You know, you don't go at all caught up in now a law of attraction, all these people that are knowing me and I'm triggered by them. You know, like now I have, you're saying that I'm all of that. Well, the reality is that the other side of a token is also true. If there are people out there that you admire or even that you feel jealous, because that's the whole thing about this, these feelings and emotions. When they start to become problematic is when you start to deny them. Like if you start to tell yourself, I need to stop being so jealous, or I'm so jealous, I'm so envious, I always compare myself, I always compare myself. The moment that you continue to stop or the moment that you stop trying to be that, that's when you actually will stop being it. But if you keep saying, I don't want to be that, I don't want to be that, I don't want to be that, and you keep being your worst enemy about how you're feeling about someone else and comparing, then you're going to continue to go down that very dark rabbit hole that's going to keep you in the loop of feeling more and more less than other human beings. Now, what's key here is if you are triggered by someone else's success as well, that just means that that success also exists in you, that that talent, that 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 whatever you see in that human being that maybe you are jealous of or maybe that you feel you wish you had that is a mirror so that means it is a given that it is actually in you so that person is triggering you because that person is awakening something inside of you so as we train our mind which is the most important thing as a yogi we move into the neutral mind there are meditation prescriptive meditations for that what starts to happen is we start to activate the wise watcher and instead of being so reactive and sending hate emotions to that human being or continuously comparing yourself and thinking you're never good enough you start to see that individual or experiences in your life as a mirror 
and you start to activate the wise watcher, not be so reactive in the neutral mind, you start to become curious about those feelings of feeling jealous or envious or comparing yourself less than or even better than. But you also learn to clear those emotions because as you slow down, you activate the neutral mind, you become a wise watcher. You can, this is how you communicate with the divinity. This is what I was talking about last week, you know, as you're moving into your soul purpose. This is where you can connect with the inner guru, the wise teacher, and ask the question there and then, what is this teaching me right now? What are these emotions teaching me? The problem with us is that we're programmed. We are so programmed to believe that we're separate from our brothers and sisters, that we're separate from God and source. That's people in the Piscean age. You have to compete. You have to basically survival of the fittest. All of those are just programs that block us from truly seeing and understanding what I continue to use as a quote in my life, which is what Ramdas said, an amazing, amazing wise teacher who recently transcended into the next dimension. He says, we are all just God in drag walking each other back home to love and that's the reality and when you realize this you use all of these experiences especially as it relates to other human beings as a big university you start to really look at those incredible strengths within you and you also become aware of those things that perhaps you yourself need to put on a leash because a yogi is also so aware of her shadows that no one can use them against her that's the whole thing when you are not aware of your own shadows People outside can use them against you because you're denying them. But when you know who they are or you know who you are, then you're able to put them on the leash. You're able to remember that everything in this world is a beautiful lesson in this university we call life. And then you don't have to keep repeating the lessons. You absolutely don't, especially right now. If you are feeling like grievance against someone, if you are feeling that you cannot forgive someone, if you are feeling like you completely feel like you wish someone else would just drop off the earth, that kind of level of emotion, it's a perfect way to go inward and really become more aware of why that is triggering you the way it's triggering you. Because the first sutra, if you integrate it in your life, which is the other person is you, then you'll never take anything personal in this world. And you'll also stop comparing yourself. You'll also start to realize there's a lot of power and strength in you as well. Because if you really think about it, those that are truly successful in this world, they've done one thing really well. And what that is, is that they focus on their strengths, not their weaknesses. They became aware of their strengths. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit more about tomorrow, which is the hardest thing to do. The, the, the most important thing to do today, the hardest thing to do. Could you be brave enough? Could you be courageous enough to truly realize that the other person is seen? That all those great attributes that you're seeing in that human being also lie within you. And also those attributes that you detest in that human being that you totally want to just completely get rid of, that they also perhaps may lie in you. And that the most important thing that you can do as a sovereign woman is control the mind. Get into neutrality so you could become aware. So you can learn how to maneuver around those shadows so those shadows don't take you from your throne, right? Don't take you from your truth. And so that you don't become so uh, disillusioned with the good and bad in this world. You know, when you are truly in the neutral mind, if good things happen, your ego doesn't explode. You don't get attached to another role, which then you'll suffer because roles are only temporary. If bad things happen, you don't lose your satnam. You know who you are. You know, you basically realize that life is a phase and that you learn to grow through it. And the neutrality, you're not passive. You're not weak. You're in essence wise. You're strong. You're in essence a true sovereign woman because that's really what it is. It's learning how to live 
in true neutrality. Now, one of the quotes that I love from Jogi Bhajan about this is he says about the neutral mind and about the uh, learning to see each other as one. He says, in this time, Piscean values are giving away to Aquarian values. So these, are the, these are the two consciousnesses that we're moving from. The difference between the two is very simple. Piscean values work from the ego. What is the ego? The program that we have been instilled in through our belief systems, which is energy, creating boundaries. Aquarian values have no boundaries. They are infinite. Aquarius consciousness takes you inside your soul so that you can relate to the soul in all. Because that's one of the things that Jogi Bhajan said many times. If you do not see God in everything, you are not seeing God. And that is the biggest hurdle that humanity is moving through right now. Because what is happening is that the programming is forcing us to separate more, forcing us to see color, forcing us to say, well, if that person doesn't believe what I believe, comparing, then I'm going to completely cancel them from my life. These programs are trying to hold on to dear life because this Piscean age just was completely crumbling. So if you truly want to start, stop comparing yourself to others, then you'll learn to control the mind and activate the number one sutra of the Aquarian age, which is we're all just God and drag walking each other back home. The other person is you. And this is exactly what we teach inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. It's learning how to create miracles. What are miracles? Shifts and perceptions. And the only way that you can do that is through the inner work because the outer world is never going to change if you don't change your destiny. And what is your destiny? Your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs. And that is exactly what we practice inside of Satori. So for those of you that have been curious, have been interested in learning more about the SWC method that I teach inside of Satori, you can absolutely go to the link below on the podcast, veronicaberriganiam.com forward slash three-step framework. Also, the link is here in my IG bio. It'll give you a really good overview of everything that is the SWC method, who it's for, it's not for exactly what it is that it needed for it to truly become effective and powerful in your life. You're ready to truly self-heal and awaken spiritually. And I invite you to take that free training and learn a little bit more. I'm also going to be sharing with you some more opportunities, ways for you to uh, be part of our community by obtaining class passes. And that's going to be uh, uh, connected to the support on the podcast. I've been getting support already on the podcast. It's so cool. I didn't realize that you all could actually do it directly through Anchor, but there's uh, actually a support button there and you can support at different intervals, really small amounts, medium amounts, and the highest amount I believe is like 20 bucks a month or something like that. So there's going to be a link in my bio and IG. I'm going to post it right here below as well. And what we're going to be doing is as you become a supporter of the podcast per month, you'll also be able to have uh, class passes. So you can attend some of the classes that we're doing at Satori. You'll have choices and availability. This will give you also an opportunity to come in and really just get like a, a feeling of what Satori is all about, what we do inside of our community so that you can make a better decision as it relates to whether you want to become a member or not. You know, with our membership, most of our, our members do go for the yearly membership because they save money. And you'll learn more about that in that training. But you can also uh, 
basically do a monthly membership with our community and you can cancel at any time if it doesn't work no questions asked at all we don't ever want to tie anyone into something that they're not interested but by supporting the podcast you also will have the opportunity to get some class passes and join us and you get to pick which ones are going to be the classes that interest you so make sure you get those details by clicking on the links below here and for those of you that are already supporting the podcast sharing it building community with us i just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart really just because of all of you this is all made possible and i can't wait to share with you the rest of the stuff we're going to be talking about this year because we're going to get to the nitty-gritty of really taking our sovereignty back and learning how to walk in our truth and power so thank you so 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 much so tomorrow we're going to continue the conversation as it relates to how to stop comparing yourself to others now tomorrow like i mentioned is the most important thing you must do in order to start taking your sovereignty back and stop comparing yourself to others i look forward to connecting with you tomorrow as well satnam i'm sending you so many loves and kisses have a blessed rest of your day Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.